Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm Megan Dwyer. So I'm here again with another episode of Friday Real Talk. And I want to talk about something today that's come up for me this week. And it actually comes up for me every week, which is why I want to dig into this a little bit more. I'm guessing this is really common. So I'm curious if you guys ever have a hard time making decisions, because I do. Like literally every day, I get moments where I feel so incredibly overwhelmed with either how much there is to do, and I don't even know where to begin, or how many things I could be doing at that given moment that I actually feel paralyzed and I struggle to make basic decisions. So I want to get into this a little bit more, but first let me elaborate because I had a little meltdown one day this week and I think this is worth talking about. So after I get the kids off to school in the mornings, I have like an hour to myself before I technically start work, that hour from 8 to 9 a.m. So a free hour, right, without kids where I don't actually have to focus on work yet. It feels like a dream, right? And that's the beauty of working from home because I wouldn't have this if I was commuting like I used to. But it's an hour. It's not quite enough time, but it's also a chunk of time that I could be really productive. Most of the time, I sit in my car after preschool drop-off and just think, what do I do with myself right now? It's not that I'm bored. I'm definitely not bored. I actually have so much that I could do that I feel overwhelmed with the possibilities. And then I begin to feel stressed that there isn't enough time to do it all. So I could go for a run, which would make me feel accomplished having exercise today. I could take the dog for a walk, which would let him get his exercise for the day because I'm going to have to do it anyway at some point, right? I could go grocery shopping because I always need to pick something up. And don't even get me started on grocery shopping, by the way, like that in and of itself, the decisions that need to be made is beyond overwhelming. Like I'll walk into a store with a list that has like Cheez-Its on it and there's literally 23 different kinds of Cheez-Its. Like I don't even know anymore. Anyway, what else could I be doing with that time, right? I could take a shower so I actually feel good as I start my day. I could just start working because I know I have a bunch of things I could possibly cross off my list before the day even starts, right? I could do some podcast work. I could put away some of the massive pile of clean laundry that's sitting in our basement. I could call back that friend who left me a message two weeks ago and I ignored. The possibilities are endless. And that's exactly my point. I don't even know where to start. And I just want somebody to tell me what to do. And this makes sense, right? Mornings are hard. And I'm sure in everyone's house they're hard, but they're especially hard in mine. Every single day, I have to decide what to feed my kids for breakfast, what to pack them for lunch and snack, which is literally my least favorite part of parenting, what they should wear, how to handle my kids' constant questions, right? 
what to eat for dinner. You get it, right? So my brain is fried from already making so many decisions. And I'm tired, right? I definitely haven't been getting the best sleep lately, like most parents, I'm sure. And I have a job where I'm the decision maker. I'm the responsible one, right? So it sometimes feels like it's too much to handle. I also think there's a component of perfectionism in here and fear that I'm not going to make the right decision. And if I don't make the right decision, then I've just wasted my own precious time, right? Which just leads to guilt and even some shame. Sometimes I think that our expectations of ourselves are beyond unreachable. We think we're superhuman sometimes in what we can handle. At least I do, right? Our brains actually do, though, max out when it comes to decision-making ability, especially for moms because of the mental load that we don't talk about enough. Mental load is real. And I think it's unique for our generation because our parents didn't have the access to information and therefore information overload that we have now, right? They didn't have that exposure to everything at their fingertips, which I think has added a whole other layer of complication to life and to parenting. That, right, plus a pandemic, there's so many decisions to make. There's so much to think about for our kids and for ourselves. Mental load is real. And so is decision fatigue. And it has an impact on everything in our lives, including money. We tend to be more impulsive because we just, bottom line, don't have any energy left to put intention towards things. And that's the thing. I talk about intention, right? And how important it is all the time and how much that matters in our relationship with money and our relationship with ourselves. And at the same time, I struggle with it. I'll be the first one to admit it because it takes time and effort. And sometimes I'm just tired and I don't really want to make that effort. Just being honest here, you guys, (laughs) I'm not perfect. Believe me. I think this has a lot to do with the stage of life that I'm in, right? It's not always possible to be intentional. Sometimes I'm just in reactive mode and that's okay. And sometimes I'm just worn down and that's okay too. In the episode that I released this week with my conversation with Amy Linsmeyer, she said exactly this. She said, sometimes we just need to recognize and give ourselves credit for just showing up, just being available that day, right? So as I was thinking about what I wanted to do today in this episode, I started to think of ways to overcome the decision fatigue and started to like Google like tips and strategies we can do within our own lives to help help us be better able to make decisions. And then I thought, that's great. But is that reality, honestly? If you Google how to work through decision fatigue, you'll find all kinds of articles with suggestions or tips or hacks on how to maximize your decision-making ability by eliminating some of the mundane choices we have to make every day, right? And an example of this is like Mark Zuckerberg chooses to wear a gray t-shirt and jeans, the same thing every single day to work, right? Steve Jobs did the same thing. He had basically like a, a uniform where he wore the same thing every day. And the idea behind that is that we can preserve that limited 
brain space that I was talking about, we can preserve that decision-making energy for when it really matters later in the day, right? And we can do that if we just streamline some of those simple decisions, like what to wear during the day, right? But here's my beef with this. Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, right? They have some privilege. They're men. So dressing is naturally going to be more simple. And yes, they worked incredibly hard to get to where they were. Absolutely. They ran their own tech companies, however, and presumably, and I don't know this for sure because there's not a lot of articles out there on how involved Mark Zuckerberg is as a dad, but I'm guessing that he's not the one making the decisions on what his three daughters wear every single day. I bet you he has the ability to focus his energy on running his company, right? Meal planning is another one of these things that's really common. And we hear, again, all those hacks and tips all the time for moms, not dads, that will help us with deciding what to do for dinner every single day, right? If we just buy the same things at the grocery store and we make the same meals every week, then it's easy. Grocery shopping and dinner's done, right? Easy peasy. And yes, in theory, this makes sense. But we have to consider the reality as well. Where's the four-year-old who likes spaghetti one day and then hates it the next and throws it on the floor because how dare I serve him something that he doesn't like even though he ate it last week, right? Yes, I could meal plan. But to be honest, I despise it. And that's because at the end of the day, whether I do it during the week, during that day, right, or on the weekend, I'm still the one deciding what everyone in my house eats for every single meal and then packing it in a lunchbox or pouring it in a bowl or putting it out on the table just to have them not eat it, (laughs) right? I think I'm getting my point across here. Notice that we call this mom brain, by the way, and not dad brain. In theory, this implies that dad's extra brain space is available to do things like work on his career because he's not deciding what everyone in the house should eat and wear and do, right? Well, that's not necessarily the case for moms. As I think through this, there is no magic solution through hacks and tips. And to be honest, I think that using these hacks and tips is disempowering us to an extent. A solution though, like a solution, I think begins with awareness, right? Awareness that it's not the player, it's the game. There's nothing wrong with us that we struggle to make daily decisions for ourselves and for our families. And when I lose it, right, and I cry because the overwhelm of it all feels too much to handle, that's a symptom. That's a symptom of something so much bigger, something systemic. So we need to stop being so reliant on women to take on the sole responsibility of these things. I know it's starting to change and I have so much hope that it's going to continue, but we still live in a culture where these kinds of decisions, like the mental load, this stuff is expected of women, regardless of whether we work or not. We could be the breadwinner and we're still making all these decisions. And I think that's where I struggle 
And that's why I have these meltdowns so frequently. And we need more support. We need more support in general, right? But starting with decision-making support and advocating for ourselves and what we need. So this is our work and it's messy and it's scrappy and it's uncomfortable, but I believe that it is necessary. The more we feel like failures because we just can't do it all or do it right or struggle to implement the tips and the tricks and the hacks that we read about in the magazines for moms, the more we perpetuate this problem. Let's be real and let's be honest with ourselves. Change has to start from within. All right, you guys, (laughs) this is just some food for thought, right? As we head into the weekend and we begin to face a lot of those household chores, right? We're shifting our energy from working outside of the home to inside of the home. And this stuff comes up on the weekends. So let's just start to be a little bit more aware right, of our own thoughts and expectations and where these might be coming from and challenge them within ourselves, right? And let me know if you guys have any light bulb moments. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Thanks so much, you guys, for listening. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you next time.